This episode is brought to you by Premier Ridge Capital. Your path to financial freedom and stability through multifamily syndications begins with Premier Ridge Capital. Visit our website at www.premierridgecapital.com and sign up for our newsletter and get your free ebook today. Learn the secrets of multifamily investing and how Premier Ridge Capital can be your partner in achieving financial peace of mind. Uncertainty is creeping back into the U.S. Treasury. Find out more in this week's weekly real estate market update. But before that, here's this week's housing market data. Mortgage purchase applications are down 1% from a week earlier and up 3% from a month earlier and down 19% from a year earlier. This number right here just keeps getting, it just keeps going up and up and up and up as it pertains to mortgage purchase applications. Last week, the week before was 18. Last week was, I think, 20, 19% from a year earlier. Guys, I want you to imagine this and think about this. In 2023, it was slow for real estate purchases and for mortgage purchase applications to be down 19% from a year earlier it's a big deal. It's a major indication as to where the buyer's mindset is as it pertains to buying real estate in the current market with the current interest rate state. It's really, really mind-boggling. Google searches for homes for sale is up 2% from a month earlier, and median home sales price was $361,498, up 5.4% from a year earlier. The median asking price for a newly listed home was $395,949, up 7% from a year earlier. So this is interesting that despite the fact that mortgage applications are low and that there is no demand on new purchase for mortgages, right? New mortgage applications. We are still seeing an increase in asking price in the marketplace, 7% from a year earlier. This is nationwide numbers now, according to Redfin. The monthly mortgage payment on a median asking price was 2607 at a 6.63% mortgage rate. Pending home sales were down 7.8% year over year. New listings of homes for sale are up 6.6% year over year, and active listings dropped 4.2% from a year earlier. Homes that sold were on the market for a median of 48 days. This is insane. When we think about where we were just 24 months ago, right, 30 months ago, we were, you know, this data was two weeks, three weeks, eight days on the market, right, 21 days, 18 days in the market. It was insane. We're up median for the country is 48 days. And be careful. Pay attention to your market. Your market might be 90 days, might be 120 days, might be, you know, 180 days depending on the market you're in and the price point you're trying to sell your house. So this is just very interesting as it pertains to the real estate market because the real estate market is so sensitive. Just when you think everything is cruising along, it can change just like that. In this case, it hasn't changed. It didn't change just like this. If you've been paying attention and you've been listening to to this podcast, you would know that this is coming because I've been talking about this. You would know this because the feds are increasing rates. They started increasing rates in 2022, and I've been reporting in, uh, on this and discussing this in this channel and saying this was going to happen. And, you know, if you're not paying attention and all of a sudden 
you start to see this data, you're like, hey, what the heck happened? But it, it's just the, the real estate market is so, it's so sensitive, right? Like it can just change in a moment's notice if you're not paying attention, right? If you're not paying attention, which is kind of like what happened to me in 2007 when I was in the mortgage industry, it just changed. And the reason that it caught me by surprise was because I wasn't paying attention to this type of data. Anyways, 22.4% of homes sold above their final list price. And according to Rudders, a rethink on when the Federal Reserve will cut interest rates is reverberating through the fixed income market, heightening risk for those betting the explosive rally that took bonds higher at the end of 2023 will continue this year. Investors piled into Treasury's late year on expectations that the Fed will cut rates as soon as the first quarter of this year, sending government bond prices roaring back to 16-year lows. Many are now recalibrating those bets following a blowout U.S. jobs number and a cautious message from the Fed, which last week said the strong economy could spur an inflationary rebound if rates are cut too soon. Yields on the benchmark 10-year treasury, which moved inversely to price, have surged in recent days and now stand 20 basis points above December's low. So the 10-year treasury, just as a reminder, guys, the 10-year treasury moves every day, and this is what directly impacts your 30-year mortgage rate. So if the 10-year treasury is high and you're in the mix of buying a property and you have not locked your interest rate, then on that particular day, your interest rate would be higher than it would have been than it was yesterday if the 10-year treasury had stayed the same, right? So while investors still expect the same to deliver a number of rate cuts this year, they are now less certain of when the central bank will begin lowering borrowing costs and how far rates will fall. Worries over an expected surge of bond supply resulting from government issuance are also sapping bulls' enthusiasm. Fed Chair Jerome Powell shot down expectations of a March cut and end of last week's monetary policy meeting, saying officials needed greater confidence that inflation is moving towards its 2% target. He reiterated this views during an appearance on CBS's 60-minute show on Sunday. The probability of a first rate cut coming in May, meanwhile, has increased to 55% from 37% a month ago. Investors are now pricing in a total of 122 basis points in cuts in 2024 from around 150 in January. Wow. So basically, this is just saying that the markets are, don't think there's going to be three rate cuts, basically. Fed Jerome Powell said, forget about March getting a rate cut, maybe May maybe in the summer, man, this is creating a lot of pain, especially for those investing in multifamily. Multifamily is hurting right now with all of these loans coming due, coming to maturity, and those rates are significantly higher in an environment where rents are actually decreasing and decelerating. And in some, some markets, they're just flat. Some have gone down significantly and some are just beginning to start going down, but we're not seeing a lot of rent growth. I'm speaking as an investor. I'm not seeing a lot of rent growth myself in my markets, but we'll have to wait and see. And this has been your weekly real estate market update. I'll see you guys next week. Peace. And that wraps up another episode of Wealthy AF. 
brought to you by Premier Ridge Capital, where multifamily real estate syndications meet Premier success. Your future starts here. Visit us at premierridgecapital.com for more details.